0: Welcome back. This is it's Technically Romance. I'm Stephanie
1: and I'm Hamilton.
0: And we talk about Hallmark movies from our different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic
1: and mine being the cynical cinephile technical lighting camera work guy. All the good all the good stuff. All the good stuff.
0: And today we are talking about love for real.
1: I have to say, the title for this one, "Chef Kiss," it is it is a really good title. Uh, I I'm a big fan of, of really fun Hallmark movie titles, and this one hits the mark for me.
0: Yes, it was uh, it was a very fitting title, <laughs> I would say. So we have some more summer night movies
1: yeah it was it's kind of a weird system they set up um, I would love to have one of the marketing leads over at hallmark kind of explain the summer into Christmas at July back into summer again um, I'm not sure if this was planned last minute or, or what happened very unusual
0: yeah we thought we were done with the summer movies but it makes sense because summer is still happening so yeah <laughs> guess so they took us out of it for a bit with those Christmas yeah, movies. Yeah, we were. I was getting ready to get the Halloween decorations out, get some fall into in it, here. Yeah. But nope. Sadly, it is still 90 degrees outside.
1: It is. And if, if not hotter. And we get to go to Hawaii. Not us.
0: We've, no. In the movie. And we've been there before. Yeah. we. That was the first of the first batch of summer movies was You Had Me at Aloha. So we're back in Hawaii with love for real. So what, what were your thoughts about this movie? Would you watch it again? Would you maybe have it on in the background when you're doodling in your sketch pad? Or would you never Sketchpad. want to see this one again?
1: Um, so... I'm going to say something real quick. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to do my, my speech where I say, we know how much work goes into these. You know, a lot of people work on these films. A lot of effort goes into making these. Uh, so when it misses the mark, it hurts me. This completely missed the mark for me. Um, this might be one of the, the bottom ones for me that I've seen in a long time. And... I don't know why. I was, I was thinking about it earlier today, trying to kind of puzzle it out, trying to figure out what, what didn't work for me, and I, I just couldn't do it. Um, for me, this didn't feel like a Hallmark movie. And usually when I say that, it's like, oh, it didn't feel like a Hallmark movie. They were trying something new, and it worked out. I feel like they tried some new stuff here, and it, it just didn't work out for me at all. It just completely missed the mark. Um, it wasn't up to that Hallmark standard that I think we've come to expect, so I, I would not be watching this one again. What about you? Did did you like it? I mean... Uh,
0: So, I think I liked it more than you did. Okay. It... I thought it was cute. I thought they put a real effort in, and, you know, there were a lot of issues. Yeah. A big thing for me is, you know, was this movie, like, 80% dubbed over? Absolutely. And that really takes me out of a movie um if it's here or there you know i can get past it look at you
1: being technical noticing, i know noticing, i'm if you coming noticed... out
0: of the gates with technical i mean if you
1: notice the dub if you notice the dub i mean this
0: it was it was terrible and that i feel like was a big reason why i probably wouldn't watch this movie again because yeah. it it just it hurts it hurts to to see it to hear it to know that, you know, obviously they do it for a reason, but...
1: It's hard to do. Doing a good job is hard to do. And you, you try to avoid it, in my opinion, at all costs. Because it's very difficult to do well.
0: Yeah. Um, so that did take me out of the movie a lot. But I thought it was cute. And I thought that uh, the the cast of this movie really pulled it together. Yeah, I I would say that it was... I I liked it. It was okay. Okay. It was okay for me.
1: All right. Well, let's let's get into our... Usually, this would be where we talk about our two main leads. We don't have two main leads. We have four
0: main leads? We do. I would say, yes. All four of them are on the poster, and they pretty much all have equal... I would say pretty equal screen time. Yeah. So, so good luck.
1: Oh wait, no, we gotta talk about our, our plot first. I, I'm so sorry. I skipped over your, your wonderful plot.
0: Oh, oh I got a good one too. <laughs> go
1: go for we'll get back to our four main leads in just a moment, folks. Let's talk about our I plot.
0: got a good one this this time. Um, okay, here goes nothing. Best friends, Haley and Bree decide to be contestants on a reality dating show for not the right reasons. Haley wants to get exposure to kick off her designer brand, and Bree is a huge fan of the show, but ultimately wants to be the next Bachelorette. Neither of the women expect to fall in love, but Marco, the bachelor, and Luke, the showrunner, turn things upside down when they fall for the women, causing all of them to make some heart choices.
1: Oh my God! Did like, you, you see what I did? There? I saw you did that. I, I I want you to get a job <laughs> in the movie industry, just writing plot summaries. Like that was great. I would love to. He made me want to watch it.
0: You and maybe I would try harder if it was my actual job. Uh, so if anyone out there needs if this as a job,
1: I, I hope so. I'll
0: do it. I'm up. I'm up for the challenge. But yeah, I was proud of that one.
1: Uh, you, you you hit it. I mean, we have. Two best friends.
0: They have to make some heart choices. They have to make some
1: heart choices. Uh, so let's talk about our two best friends. You know, we'll talk about our, our four main leads here. And we'll talk about our two uh, female leads first. The two friends.
0: Yes. Uh, we have Chloe Bridges uh, as Haley. Mm-hmm. And I believe this is her first Hallmark movie. Okay. Uh, I've seen her in Pretty Little Liars. Uh, That's... I think that's the only place I've seen her. She's done some other projects, but first Hallmark for her. Uh, And then we have Tayana Tully, who plays Brie. This is also our first uh, Hallmark movie for her as well. And I've never seen her before. And I think uh, both of the women were were wonderful
1: mm-hmm. yeah i mean I, I i couldn't get into their characters I, I don't think it was it was their fault i just couldn't connect with their characters and i'm not sure if it's how they were written if it was the plot i just couldn't the
0: dubbing was probably the dubbing.
1: no honestly i mean there, yeah. there was something keeping me from being really involved with them for rooting for them uh i just find myself falling out. And honestly, you said the dub, it really might've been the dub. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about dubbing left and right. Um, not even, even talking about the, the lighting that we dealt with and some of the other issues that we see. Um, but it was really difficult. I wanted to light these characters. I wanted to, like I said, root for them and it just wasn't happening.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was rooting for them. I think there were some issues with the dubbing, yes. You're going to hear us talk about a lot of dubbing in this episode. Dubbing is the word is. of the
1: day for this episode. <laughs>
0: uh, but I think they both gave a wonderful effort. The The script was a little weird for me in this movie. I felt that it was a little stilted at times. Uh, and then other times I was laughing out loud. So it was, it was kind of back and forth for me. I would kind of get out of it. And then I get reeled back in. Um, and I think it had a lot to do with the cast. Uh, I think that, I think they had really good casting. Um, and for for our male leads, we had Scott Michael Foster.
1: Yeah, he was, he was great.
0: As Luke. So I don't know, even if you know this about me, but I am a big Scott Michael Foster fan. Well, I am too. Well, you probably know him from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend.
1: Yeah. I loved him in that. He was But he was
0: long before.
1: <laughs> There's a before time? Yeah. And a long, long ago? Long
0: oh. before, he was Cappy. He was what? Cappy. Cappy? In Greek. Cappy? Yeah, the show was called Greek, and his character's name was Cappy, and he had my heart. Wow. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this was, I believe, before we date, I, I hope dated. So. I, I hope so. I hope so. So re-watching this movie, I was like, man, I need to go back and re-watch Greek because it was making me miss Cappy. But I hadn't seen him in a while since Crazy Ex-Girlfriend ended. He was wonderful in there Mm -hmm. as Nathaniel. Uh, So I was very happy to see him in a Hallmark movie.
1: No, he was great. The scenes that he had with Chloe, I thought were really wonderful. They would have these little interview setups and they would basically just, it was like a first date where they would ask each other questions I responded really well to that. I thought that was a really nice, I thought those were really nice scenes and I started to, like you said, there are moments where you'd fall out of the movie and fall back in. I would fall back into the movie there with, with him. Um, yeah,
0: he's fantastic. Yeah, And then uh, we have Corbin Blue.
1: Corbin Blue? Yeah,
0: what a name. What a name. I know. Wow. Uh, as Marco, the the bachelor of the movie or the king of hearts. is. They what? should
1: have kept him Corbin Blue. Forget Marco. Get rid of that name. Let's um, have Corbin Bleu be the Bachelor.
0: I have awesome. never seen Corbin before, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of people know him uh, from High School Musical. Oh, really? Which was the Disney Channel show. But I think we're a little maybe too old for that. We were that. just
1: on the, the edge of that
0: cast. Yeah. So I never watched it. I never got into it. But um, yeah, he was he nice. was on that. So I think a lot of Disney fans were excited about this movie because of Corbin.
1: Well, you you forgot the other main character of this movie, who I think was my favorite character, and the star of this movie, which was Marie, who was the assistant director, uh, played by.
0: Yes, uh, Karen Maline White. She, she was. I, I didn't know we were gonna get into it right now, but yeah, let's. I mean. She, when you talked about Scott Michael Foster uh, having, you know, chemistry with Chloe, I immediately was like, but not as much chemistry as he had with with Karen. Yeah, uh, they, they
1: were best friends. Like, oh my God, it was beautiful.
0: Yeah, she, I think, was the best part about this movie. Yeah. Um, And, you know, she was on the Cosby Show. She's done so many things. Um, Don't know if you recognized her from cosby show but. that's
1: where it is yes oh my goodness thank you
0: but um you're
1: so good you're so good at, like you are the best person i gotta say this for people that don't know you're the best person at seeing a face and remembering exactly where they've been in
0: well that's where i knew her from she's done a lot a lot of other things um but yeah she was a treat
1: yeah anytime she was on the, on the scene
0: yeah from the get-go i was like yep I like her. Mm -hmm. This is going to be my favorite character.
1: We have an affinity for these characters that just kind of make an appearance every once in a while. She had a lot of screen time. She did. Um, But she, I think she is my favorite supporting character that I've seen in a long time. Like she, I mean, wonderful.
0: I mean, but you're not wrong in saying that she was a main character because I feel like she probably had as much screen time as the lead. So, I mean, her face should have been on that poster as well. Yeah. Um... And, yeah, so I think great casting, and I think everyone all around did wonderful. Um, as far as romance in the movie, I don't know that it was a substantial, a substantial amount of romance, especially for it being, like, you know, a romance show they were on. Although, yeah. it is reality TV, so... Yeah. It is kind of hard to find love, for real. <laughs> um, do you want to get into to the meat meat cutes? We have multiple meat cutes. Let's
1: hop into the meat cutes. Let's hop into the meat cutes.
0: So, our first meat cute is with Haley, and Luke. Yep. Uh, it's a
1: coffee one. Love me some coffee meat cutes. <laughs>
0: I was a little disappointed in their meet-cute. I wished it maybe would have lasted a little longer, that mm. there would have been maybe more witty banter. Banter, yep. I yeah. was, yep. Um, so, you know, wish maybe a few more words had been shared with them. But I thought it was cute. It was just a little short for me.
1: We had some looks. We had some looks. There
0: were some looks. Uh, I think the meet-cute between Brie and Marco was much cuter. Yeah. You know, the blindfolded yoga. Um,
1: this is when they're already on Jurassic Park. So they're on the island.
0: <laughs> Jurassic Park.
1: She's doing yoga. You know,
0: maybe if they had thrown in some dinosaurs, it would have livened things up. But I... Yeah, I thought their meet cute was way cuter. Uh, I really, you know, enjoyed the the yoga bit. Yeah. And it is hard to balance even when you're not blindfolded. So Well,
1: the one thing that... Confuse me there there's no way that was his shirt that he wrapped around his eyes like it was he, no he took off his shirt shirt goes down we don't see it again they cut to her we cut to him he has this long strip of fabric there's no way that's a shirt
0: yeah i'm pretty sure it was like a long sleeve
1: it looked crazy
0: shirt it. he had on it's probably like a stretchy material so it looked
1: like a scarf
0: where would this shirt have appeared i don't know
1: it, it just it was very strange it was very strange
0: yeah, I thought that was really cute because then Brie is, like, freaking out because she's already, you know, Marie gives them a whole list of rules, which that scene was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how many takes they had to do for that scene. Without or laughing? She's so, yeah. <laughs> Without laughing? <laughs> I would, yeah. Uh, with a straight face because she's just got, you know, the straight face on.
1: I mean, yeah, and the, the yoga scene was super cute, especially when she realizes that she is talking to the bachelor whom she's not supposed to be talking with. She runs inside... You know, there's that a cute little moment there. Yes. So, yeah, they win on the, the better meet cute.
0: Yes. So are we taking a tally point for Brie and Marco? <laughs> sure,
1: we'll take it down.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just going to say, overall, I think the love story between Brie and Marco was more captivating for me than Haley and Luke. Uh, the Haley and Luke story didn't grab me as much. Um,
1: See, it, it's, it's funny you say that because it's almost like the Haley and Luke one I responded more to because it seemed more grounded in reality. When Luke is uh, interviewing Haley, there's there's like these genuine moments between them. And even when they're all stranded on the island because we have Marie leaving them on the island because she's amazing, um, I don't know, it just their conversations felt more real to me. You know like a real relationship this seems like this is happening happening in a slow pace they're getting to know each other a little bit more um i enjoyed that as opposed to the uh the haley and marco one which felt more over the top kind of bachelor a little bit crazy you know kind of thing
0: so maybe i should clarify clarify what the the chemistry That I felt between the two people, I felt more. So the scenes, yes, did seem more grounded in reality for Haley and Luke. Yeah. Um, And in theory, those should have worked for me and I should have been feeling the connection. Mm. But I didn't. So I felt that Brie and Marco had more chemistry, whether the scenes were believable or not. I it made me happier. Like okay. i i got the the feels from them more than i did from from Luke and Haley. That's fair. That's fair.
1: What was your favorite sort of uh, scene between Marco and and Haley? No, Marco and is it Haley or Brie?
0: Haley is with Luke. Right. I know. There's a lot of All characters right. here. Haley and Luke and then Brie and Marco. Right. So, i feel like every scene Brie and Marco were in was just adorable. Uh I guess I do. I do have a favorite. It would have to be the uh, sprinkler rainbow scene. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Because Brie is dying to see a Hawaiian rainbow.
1: Because it's a Hawaiian rainbow.
0: Yeah. They're, I guess, more special. Are they? I don't know. According to Brie, they are. So Marco decides to do this really romantic gesture and he takes her to a spot where the sprinklers come on at a certain time of day. And then a rainbow shows up, mm-hmm. you know. And then, then that's their, like, first kiss. And I thought it was just, I thought it was so sweet. Like, that was, like, super romantic to me. So that didn't seem, like, over the top. You know, they had the horses scene where they're galloping off in the with the horses. I actually really liked that scene, too, where yeah. they're sort to, you know, get to know each other a little bit. But just that like simple gesture of like w- wanting to give her something that she was wanting um, I thought was really sweet and romantic.
1: Yeah, I know that, that was a great scene. The horse scene you, you talked about was awesome too. I mean, at that horse scene it was funny because you know we spend a lot of our time when they, the characters get to this island for The Bachelor. Uh, it's at a resort, so we spend a lot of time on the resort and I'm like, here we go again. Another Hawaiian Hallmark film at a resort and it's gonna be most of resort. And then all of a sudden we're out in the countryside, we see them galloping away on horses. I, I loved it. Anytime that we get away from the traditional, you know, uh, vacation touristy resort locations and go out into the country, I'm all there for. Beautiful locations. That's when I, I that's when I perked up again when they just galloped away into the uh, the Hawaiian wilderness.
0: Yeah, we do have to mention the again, Hawaiian landscape. I mean That's insane. It's just
1: beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. We we
0: gotta go. Some someday.
1: You know, speaking of the Hawaiian landscape, it's one of the the trickiest things to do is sort of film in this, this bright sunlight without any coverings, right? So they're filming on the beach, they're filming, you know, with not a lot of tree cover. And so from a technical standpoint, it's very difficult. Because what happens is when they enter on a wide shot, you see you have a wide shot of two characters talking. You can see they're in bright sunlight. Right, you see the sunlight on them. You see them bright sunlight. As soon as we get close to them, they're in shade, because they've put you know coverings over them, so they're not just have the sun you know glaring down on them. It's so for me knowing what they're doing, it, it just bothers the heck out of me. I, I don't know if it bothers you, but it just it drives me nuts because I'm it,
0: shaking my head no. I know you guys can't <laughs> see me, but no. I don't um, catch that.
1: But no, it's just it's just it just takes me out of the film immediately because I, I know what's happening. And so that to me was one of the, the biggest issues. You know, if you're gonna shoot in, in bright sunlight, either start with them covered up or just go for it. Let the sun rain down on them if you're gonna if you're gonna do that. So it's very difficult to film this and that was that was a big one for me. Other than obviously the dubbing which you which you noticed.
0: Oh, lots of lots of dubbing, dubbing everywhere. There's even a scene that it tickled me, uh, where well, which we haven't mentioned her yet, and oh, yeah. I want to talk about her is Vanessa. She was one of the contestants on Heart Choices, which can we just say, what a fantastic name! It's a great name for a dating a reality dating show. It's, it is a great name. Um, I mean, The Bachelorette, The Bachelor. I mean. No. That's just so, too on the nose. give me hard choices. Choices, oh, I love it. I want to. I want a real show to be made. It
1: actually might happen.
0: But, you know, for our listeners, they might not know that we are actually fans of the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, mm. and we ourselves have done a a fantasy league or two. We
1: we have, and that's and you know kind of touching on like the bachelor that they were going for we kind of spoofing off the bachelor and everything in this film it was it was a little weird for me like i don't i couldn't decide if they were making fun of it if they were honoring it like it was it was a strange sort of toss-up you know because we got to see sort of the behind the scenes of how these shows are made and they were kind of poking fun out of it but kind of not did you get that sort of feeling where they couldn't really decide what they wanted to do with this
0: well, I think that type of show in general is it's just very easy to poke fun at. I mean, right. at this point, we know now there have been other shows um, uh, like Unreal, which mm-hmm. show like a darker <laughs> side of things. So I, I think we know at this point, most of these types of shows are very heavily produced and edited and it isn't very real. So uh, I don't know that they were trying to do one or the other I think it seemed pretty on par, you know, for actual reality TV, I think. Okay. But,
1: um... Well, it's just, maybe it's this idea that we have Hallmark, which shows you this, this pure love, right? Their idea of pure love. And then all of a sudden we have The Bachelor, which is showing their idea of what pure love is. And it was just a weird mix for me.
0: Well, I, they even say on, on in the movie is that the show is not pure love. They're not, you know, everyone that goes on there is looking for some sort of fame or, you know, one up or leg up in right. some sort of industry. Right. Even the, the main bachelor was just like, you know, he wasn't really there looking, you know, for true love. So I think everyone just knows that this is this type of show. But what they did show us was that, people actually did find love <laughs> um, which is very rare but that happens. it does it does happen sometimes but the point I was trying to get to was that we do enjoy these shows and I know especially you and sometimes me too our favorite people on these shows are the quote unquote villains
1: you don't need to quote that definitely uh, <laughs> they, they're definitely they're hundred percent villains not
0: always it. they're sometimes painted out to be <laughs> the villains. Um, which in, I in this instance, Vanessa is painting herself to be a villain. And
1: she's also painting, painting.
0: (laughs) She is. Which is
1: one of the funniest scenes of the film. Oh
0: my gosh. I, yeah. And I just have to shout out, um, the actress that plays Vanessa is, her name is Carson Fagerback. And fun fact about her when I was doing a little research, uh, She is the real-life girlfriend to Scott Michael Foster. Seriously? Yes.
1: She's the girlfriend to Scott Michael... What? Yes. Wow.
0: Also... Wow. Another fun fact is the girl that rejects Marco at the beginning... Yeah. That runs off... Yeah. That's his real-life wife. (sighs) I know. Um... (sighs) So those are just fun little tidbits i found out but yes vanessa was amazing
1: yeah she really was
0: and what i was <laughs> saying about the dubbing was that it was funny to me because there's a scene with vanessa where she takes Haley to the fountains that's like a rule that you know marie tells him don't ever go to the fountains but she doesn't tell him why and vanessa's like it's because it scrambles the audio so no one can hear us. And it was just so funny to me because that entire scene was dubbed over. So I was because like, it makes so sense fine. that you can't, the audio is not I picked up on that too. Not I, great.
1: I, I had a little chuckle for that.
0: Yeah. Yes. I thought that was, was very funny.
1: And I mean, the dubbing. So it's, it's blatant, guys. I mean, you can tell right away that they're recording in like a sound booth somewhere it is just it is not not pretty yeah
0: and and i feel like and it's so sad because we do like say like we know how hard they work on these movies but when i see dubbing over this much in a film and even sometimes like i felt like the mouths were not moving with yeah. the the voices it just kind of like cheapens it
1: no, it, it definitely does. Um, and it, it's a shame because there are nice moments in this film that I, I... And like you said, I think it would be a better film without these technical issues. And that's why, you know, I'm here. Is to be like, this might be why you're not liking this movie. is because we have a huge technical issue that is just hurting this film.
0: Yeah. But luckily enough, this film had characters like Vanessa and Marie to make us laugh. And then you just all you're just like brought back in of like, okay, I can enjoy this movie. I can have fun with this movie. And I feel like I did. Um, you know, back to Vanessa. I just feel like she had some of the best lines in yeah. the entire movie where she talks about loving dolphins because they, you know, seem sweet and gentle, but they can also kill sharks. <laughs> Um, which is so true
1: it, it, it is very true you got to watch out for those dolphins she has some great lines and she has some great scenes too i mean the fountain scene was pretty funny um, with the wine splashing they had like a little wine splash um, where haley's supposed to splash wine in her face but misses and then Venice is like no here's how you do it and just totally drenches her with a bucket of wine um, but also the painting scene with Marco yes that I mean there are moments in this film like that which are just a delight because they're so ridiculous so much fun uh, they're painting on their date their painting date Marco's obviously thinking about Bree he's painting this abstract masterpiece it looks like was it
0: a masterpiece I
1: think so I mean he,
0: you're the artist so I am I
1: did go to art school I have an art degree so I can safely say that what Marco painted was a masterpiece and Haley's talking to him and our Vanessa's talking to him and he's, he's totally just blanking out and she shows him her painting because she was talking about the depths of their love and the deep sea and how much she loves the sea. And it is, I, I want this painting so bad. I hope I can find someone to sell me this painting. I would buy it in a heartbeat.
0: I mean, I didn't go to art school, but I would call that a masterpiece. I,
1: yes, and I agree. I agree hundred percent. It's them as mermen. More, more people, I should more say. More people. More people.
0: Uh, and my favorite line is when she says the scales are to scale.
1: <laughs> it's so good. It's so ridiculous. So good.
0: I immediately had to jot that down. Um, I did too. And because it's, it's, it's lines line. like that. Like this movie, like I said, I would fall out and I would kind of be like, oh, it's a little snoozy. And then they would just bring me back with these hilarious lines. And then I was just like, oh my gosh, uh, this is amazing. Uh, so that scene really surprised me. And because it was just, it was so funny. Yeah,
1: I want to know. I want to know if she actually painted that. I, I think she did. I'm gonna I, say she. did. I
0: hope so. Or whoever did the the art on this. Uh, <laughs> can we talk about? So not only was that painting amazing, but one of my favorite parts about this reality show called Heart. Is it the heart?
1: Steal up the hearts.
0: The hearts? <laughs> it's the hearts.
1: The the chi- the first grade <laughs> the child kindergarten craft.
0: Yeah. the kindergarten glittery. Oh my god! Like. Who what kind of budget does this show have that they have to make their own like decoupage crafts, (laughs) like arts and crafts for him to like give to the women. And then someone obviously is like handwriting the names. Yeah. And I love that Luke's handwriting was just
1: Totally different god
0: awful. Like
1: Totally different. Awful.
0: I think I laughed out loud when they showed the heart with his hand. And I think, I think
1: that we were supposed to laugh at that because it's just so absurd. Like,
0: I, yeah, but they, were we supposed to laugh at the hearts themselves? Though I just thought, I was like, wait, this—they actually make all of these hearts. I mean, I—I I don't know. I don't. Who yeah. has that job?
1: I don't. Yeah, for the show.
0: Yeah, who right. has that job on heart choices that yeah. they have to make all of these And they're not doing, they're
1: not doing a good job. I mean, there was <laughs> one heart they showed where it had like a string of pearls around the edge, I think, and you could see like the hot glue gun strips going down the side.
0: Maybe it's like the 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 crew's children like they have them on set so they have something to do. Like I'm not really sure, but
1: I would love the I would love the backstory for the hearts. Now the hearts were ridiculously funny. Eh. <laughs> And it's weird because I feel like, you know, we would get out of this movie, but then all of a sudden I, it was almost over. Like, it was really strange in terms of pacing. You know, I look up and all of a sudden we're at, we're at the end of it. All of a sudden we have the conflict, you know.
0: So one of my favorite scenes, which it did have to do with Luke and Haley. and you mentioned it earlier, is when they get stuck on the island. Yeah. Which we don't know yet that, you know, it's all sneaky, sneaky Marie doing this for them. Which, when we do find that out, it's just... It's great. It's the best. Uh, But they're on the beach, you know, they boat over to this little island for Marco to have some time with Haley. And Marco gets stung... By a jellyfish. Yeah,
1: but Luke calls out. He's like, get out of the water. And I'm thinking shark. There's going to be a shark. Well, first, we don't get a shark. We don't get a dolphin or a shark.
0: Luke, he must be like have the most amazing eyesight that he saw a jellyfish from that far away That's in true. the water. Unless it was the largest jellyfish ever. But yeah. Obviously, your first thought is shark. Well,
1: he's a filmmaker, so he's got great vision.
0: He's got a great eye.
1: Yeah, he's got a great eye. Great jellyfish For for jellyfish.
0: (laughs) And and in my mind, I was like, with the way this movie's going, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I thought, why why isn't anyone peeing on Marco's foot?
1: I actually thought there was going to be a pee scene, too.
0: I really thought there was going to be a pee scene. And then I was like, okay, I guess Hallmark, you know. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't they didn't go for that. This is not an episode of, this is not
1: an episode of Friends. We're not gonna get the classic Friends episode. We're just gonna ferry him back to the mainland.
0: Uh, sadly we did not get the
1: the P scene we so richly the... deserved. No we did not. What we got was apparently Haley and, and Luke were on the island for six hours. Six hours. And we have a really, you know, nice moment between them on this island where he opens up and explains what show he wants to make as a as a director?
0: Well, yes, I do want to just quickly clarify. This scene is not my favorite because Marco gets stung by a jellyfish. <laughs> it's my favorite because they do get stranded on the island, and we find out Marie was being sneaky yeah. and she did this. I um, thought it was the jellyfish. Yeah. I thought you just like
1: seeing people in pain <laughs> no. being carted off an island. Uh, but no, Luke talks to Haley about his dream show. Where he wants to interview older people that are over 100 and hear their life story and, and, and honor them. And I got so mad because that, that is my idea. Like this man, this character, he's not even real. He, this character, Luke, wants my idea. That's what I wanna do. I wanna interview older people, hear their stories, preserve them. And he even says, I wanna per- preserve their stories. So I, I just, I feel defeated now. I don't know what to do. I don't know who this Luke character is. But well, I
0: didn't know th- where this was going. I thought you were talking about a touching moment between Haley and no, Luke. No, no. But it made angry. you mad. <laughs>
1: very angry. My idea is just gone. I cannot interview anyone. But Centurion was the name of the show. I might take that and just run with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you might need to talk to the writer of this movie maybe those are her plans maybe that's her dream and she just put it into this character
1: maybe but i don't like it
0: uh so aaron dobson if you're listening
1: Aaron dobson why, Ham, why, why Ham, are you still my dreams Ham's
0: got some words why are
1: you still my dreams aaron dobson um but I thought that was kind of funny because literally that's exactly what I wanted to do, and in in a weird way, you know, it's like, man, is that? I'm not doing that now. When am I going to be doing that? You know, like I started to get into Luke's character, I was like, I need to, I need to do this. I need to start interviewing people. I need to have my doc, and I don't know. It was, I started getting into my head a little bit there.
0: Yeah, it was a really good scene. I feel like that scene is where I felt any like real connection with him the most. Yeah. Um His like, he felt very real in telling his his dreams and aspirations to her. And so, I guess I just felt like their relationship was a little bit more, like, casual. To Like, it just felt it's more just like buddies.
1: No, it was just starting. You got to give it time. That's why I liked it so much, is because it was, like, a real relationship. We're just getting to know each other just for drinks, chatting, dinner, Netflix. I don't know. Let's just take it slow.
0: Yeah. It did feel more like friendship to me. I wasn't seeing the the sparks that I that I was seeing. I was. I was
1: seeing the smolder. <laughs> you guys know I love the smolder. This relationship was a smolder.
0: Oh, Scott Michael Foster can smolder. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, but no, I did really think that was a really nice scene.
1: And what was not a nice scene was the conflict, which, of course, we all saw it coming, as we, we mostly do for these things. And... I have to say, while you know I'm not a big fan of this film, I actually felt for Brie when it happened, when it was happening. You know, We have the host, who is the, the villainess of this film. Um, she decides to tell Marco that Brie was planning this all along. She wanted to get to second place so she could be the Bachelorette, this whole thing. Marco's obviously upset because he had a genuine connection with her. And instead of, of going to her and talking about it with her, which they can do because they sneak out all the time, he decides to do it on, on you know national TV and embarrass her, and she runs off into the night. It was, it was a stretch for me. I mean, we knew it was coming. They had to do it, but it just, it, it hurt me right here.
0: Yeah, it was upsetting because it, it felt like Bree was like, she didn't even try to explain herself because, you know, there's like all these cameras on her.
1: Yeah, he even says, is this true? And she could have easily said, yeah, yeah but I, I changed, you know?
0: Yeah, and she's just like, yes, and then runs off. So it's like, I I get it. You know, obviously it was going to happen. We knew something was going to happen. I didn't know the host was going to be behind it. Uh, I just thought it was going to come out some way no, or she's, another. No, she's
1: the villainess.
0: Well, she's she, the she real was villain. Tri- I didn't see her as a villain until like... Halfway through the movie, and then I was like, "Okay, she's, you know." Yeah, no, they painted her as the villain, um, like that, yeah. But yeah, it was very sad. I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. It was just. That's sad. Yeah. Was, um,
1: but leave it to Haley to save the day.
0: Well, I think it. I get the Marco and Bree conflict, but I don't. I don't like that Haley just automatically jumped to like, oh, of course, Luke. You know had something to do with this. Yeah. Like, they always just assume... So that's just the worst. They don't
1: talk it out. Just talk it out. Never do. Have a chat.
0: Uh, well, sometimes they do. We shouldn't say never.
1: No. Some of the good ones Those they
0: do. Those bright stars amongst <laughs> the <laughs> Hallmark characters that actually talk it out. That actually um, pick up their cell phones and have a conversation. We genuinely appreciate them. Yeah. Then we get this, like, crazy... You know they devised this montage, d- this sneaky plan. I feel like the movie was just starting right here. Like I was like, okay, like I just know Are you, what was you like happening. That? You like the
1: crazy montage? I
0: did. I weirdly did. I it made I was like getting excited because I had no clue what they were gonna do.
1: Okay, well, they start off some some music. You hear the music, and it's what you don't like from the last film. You don't like the music and the montage. Yeah, and yet, but it was
0: a montage of like scenes from the movie like we had just seen all of those things that's what i don't like that's really cheesy but a montage of brand new information (laughs) i'm all for it and i literally i genuinely was excited like i was like what are they doing i was getting excited and then so i I, mean Haley bust out with like a nasa astronaut suit
1: I, all right, so Haley, we have a, for those of you that haven't seen it, there's a montage of Haley saying, I have an idea. I'm going to save every, yeah. the day for everybody. And we see her getting stuff together, talking to people. Um, and then she comes to the final row ceremony, or I should say the final heart ceremony. Um, Vanessa, evil Vanessa, is wearing one of Haley's beautiful dresses, which is gorgeous. And Haley comes out in a NASA astronaut outfit. And at that point... When the host asks, you know, why are you doing this? And uh, Haley's like, oh, you'll see. I, I did get a little excited there. I was like, okay, I do want to see what's going to
0: happen. I had no idea. Yeah. Did, you, did you understand?
1: I No, I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen. And that's why.
0: I mean, a Hallmark movie has never stumped me this hard before. Like, I was clueless. I was just like, what <laughs> is happening? And I loved it. Like, I feel like the end of this movie was brilliant. Brilliant? Brilliant. Have you ever seen a character in a Hallmark movie in an astronaut helmet with, like, a NASA (laughs) suit?
1: I've never seen that. I've never seen that.
0: And I just loved Chloe Bridges just, like, going full throttle with it, like, when she walks out. Yeah,
1: it was like she was in The Right Stuff coming down there. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it was so funny, and I had no idea why. Like, I just didn't know what was happening. Uh, Of course, we find out. It's because of her allergy to horses.
1: Which, let me talk about that for a minute. I don't know if this is a true allergy, because there's a lot of wild allergies out there. Um, she doesn't She doesn't have gloves on. Like that, that to me, is... she's So she's in an, an astronaut outfit to make sure she doesn't, you know, get any of the dander on her or anything, so she's not breathing it in. But she doesn't have gloves on.
0: She doesn't?
1: No, she doesn't wear gloves. And it, that, to me, for whatever reason, I, I was like, come on.
0: Well, I guess she is just holding the reins, so yeah. she's not touching the horse. Right. So maybe she just can't breathe maybe. it in.
1: But it's, you know, even thinking about talking about it now, it doesn't make sense because it's not like she has an air tank on her. You know, so no, like that it's...
0: helmet looked pretty loose on her head. <laughs> there wasn't any sort of like seal. I would love
1: to know how that scene was originally rented, originally written, because was there a scuba outfit involved? Like, I'm just thinking, was it always an astronaut outfit? did they did they just go to party city you know pass it for the prince costume and grab the astronaut like what what was it
0: well i know and i was hoping for an explanation which they kind of did that she was just like oh lucky for wardrobe you know on no. the set of the show they no. had this why would they have that on the set of a reality dating and in your show?
1: size it makes no sense
0: in <laughs> her size and it your astronaut a, it was size. a little baggy <laughs> on her but why? I mean, does I Wardrobe know. just have any sort of costume just You haven't in been case? on the set?
1: Yes, they always do. They're
0: I mean, obviously. we've watched The Bachelor for many a year, and I've never seen an astronaut costume on a single one. No.
1: We've seen a cat costume, though.
0: Although, some of these people do come in. Yeah, in costumes. So on, like, the first night. So maybe they just...
1: Leave them? <laughs> they leave their costumes and Wardrobe keeps them? Or
0: maybe the show gives them to them. Um. Okay. So that makes a little bit more sense to me. Either way, I loved it.
1: So she's in her outfit. Marco rides off on the horse to meet Bree, in their spot, their special spot.
0: Well, yeah. I can't. We just say just the shot of Marco choosing his final two, and we have Vanessa, like you said, in the beautiful yeah. dress, and then Haley and Ashley. Like funny. just that. That scene was golden
1: i've I've never
0: never seen that in a hallmark movie before so at least that this movie gave us i'm not gonna say
1: brilliant but it was a fun scene
0: yeah if if if, if nothing else this scene this movie gave us that scene (laughs) it's true um and vanessa's painting of course but but yes we we get the the happy ending of course
1: you've got two kisses to review
0: well, first is
1: Marco as he races off to to Brie for the for their kiss, for their horse kiss.
0: Well, I got to tell you. Yeah. There's not much to say here. <laughs> um I was actually I mean,
1: I'm not a romance expert. I'm not a kissing expert. I was a little disappointed. It, from, from my you know, non-professional viewpoint, I was a little disappointed by these kisses.
0: Yeah, they they do the thing that I hate. It's like the pull the pull back yeah. really quick zoom up i mean zoom out um
1: oh and they were closed mouth not a lot of passion
0: yeah and i mean you can have i guess closed mouth passion but that was not what we had here um it was sweet i would i would give the point again to to brie and marco i think there's was was a little better well it's it's hard Um, for
1: for luke it's it's hard for i'm sure it's hard for scott michael foster to kiss another woman with his girlfriend standing so close by (laughs) so maybe that had something to do with it i mean Mm -hmm.
0: maybe but i don't know they were both just meh for me i was nothing to write home about so so yeah i mean but i felt pretty satisfied with the astronaut costume happening at the end. But what I really would have liked, which really would have taken that last kiss up a, le- a level. Would have
1: taken it to the moon?
0: It would have taken it to the moon. Is I wish she had kept it on for the kiss. I mean... I know,
1: she took off the... She yeah, took She had it a off, dress underneath and...
0: Yeah, she took it off for the kiss, which I get is why they did it. You know, they wanted her to be in the cute dress, but I think... You know, that was the wrong choice. I agree.
1: I think you're right. Trust uh, trust your instincts. Keep the astronaut outfit on at all times.
0: Uh, and, and speaking of uh, the clothing, just real quick, I would do a little technical. I, as far as costuming on this uh, movie, I thought... Was really good.
1: It was it, it, from the PJs in the beginning when they're doing their bachelor watching. Like yeah, costuming throughout was yeah. just really well done. And
0: I made a note because it stood out to me is um, there's a scene where Haley is wearing a t-shirt mm-hmm. and it is like. Uh, like a merch shirt
1: yeah i know i saw that too yeah you're right that did stand out to me
0: right yeah i don't think i've ever seen like a merch shirt yeah it and had it was, like logos on it, it was advertising and... some like french riviera yeah. citron like a french festival of sorts or something like that and i don't know why but yeah i was just like i don't think i've ever seen this in a hallmark movie before it's usually
1: plain colors the whole and way. that
0: to me we talk about details i loved that for her character. It like, showed me a lot of, like, I just felt like that was, like, a peek into, like, her character. I'm glad you would... brought that
1: up, because I had forgotten about that. That's a really good point to make. That was that was a very excellent, excellent thing done in this
0: Yeah, film. and I think that just brought a little bit more realism mm-hmm. into her character for, for, sure. for me. So, and I don't know if costume designer Meredith Nixon had something to do with that astronaut costume, but... I'm sure they did. Good on you.
1: Good on you on the French Riviera t-shirt and the, the astronaut.
0: Yes. I guess that's it, guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, this one did not hit the mark for me, uh, which is a shame. Which is a shame, you know, just technical issues, and I just I wasn't able to really connect to some of the characters, and uh, yeah, it just it fell flat for me, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, um, I, you know, we try to s- stick to the positive, so that I focused on those. Yeah, I probably wouldn't watch this one again, but maybe the end. I might watch the end again. You might
1: watch it for the astronaut.
0: Yeah, that I mean the montage on like I was pumped. I was I was here for it and and yeah and it's always a good time to see Scott Michael Foster. So I wish he would do more Hallmark movies. Yeah. I still need to watch in the Key of Love, which is his other one that I have not seen. But yeah, I you know it was an okay movie. They had some really funny parts, and it's always good to see Hawaii too. So. That's
1: true. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us.
0: But next week, we have the 27-hour day. We've got a new Andrew Walker movie. He's with Autumn Reeser. And
1: it's going to be
0: good. My expectations are super high for this one. <laughs> so, you oh. know, Audrey Shulman is the writer. She wrote As Luck Would Have It. Ooh. Ooh. You know, I'm... I'm just, yeah, my, I don't think my expectations could be higher.
1: Um, no, I'm, I'm very excited about this. Uh, Andrew Walker, as you guys know, is, is one of our tops. So I'm excited to see how this goes. I love it. Well-written movie too. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. And especially after this one, which, you know, didn't really meet the mark for me, I'm ready to come in swinging for this next one.
0: Yeah. So, uh, thanks again for listening as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you're, subscribed to the podcast so you're notified when new episodes come out and then follow us on social media to see what we're up to in between you know episodes dropping and thank you again for all of the support
1: yeah thank you guys really appreciate all the messages and for you listening each week so thank you guys very much
0: thanks